Hello, friends. I'm so sorry for the delay. Um, we had some technical difficulties from the beginning, and um, now I, seem, I think we've cleared everything up. So I apologize for that. We have a fantastic show today for you all. Um, today is, um, I've uh, just, just passed the uh, 300 million mark for the show, and it's a, it's a wonderful time. It, it just tells me that people are waking up around the world, and um, it's... Uh, it's it's an amazing time to be alive, really, when you think about it. Myself, I've been here for two Mayan cartoon cycles, or about 52,000 years to be precise. It's something like um, 51,000, uh, 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 what is it, 51,600 years. And it's an exciting time to be alive. It's like an old Charles Dickens novel. It was the best of times, and it was the worst of times. So um, in um, I think uh, it... Uh, it's, it's an amazing time to be alive. You know, we've only got about two or three weeks left before we go into the um, uh, fourth dimension. And then after that, we'll be going um, into the fifth dimension in about two years after that. So that's one of the reasons I think why um, the negatives have been fighting so hard. There's just so much going on. Did you know, for example, that uh, Biden has given um, the largest naval base, U.S. Navy naval base, uh, in North in in the United States uh, to the French under the NATO flag. So, um, if you were to go to Norfolk in Virginia now, you would not see an American flag there. You would see all the flags of NATO, and you'd see a a prominent flag for France because it's now being run by a French general. Um, Biden and and Chiefs of Staff Miley have also given. Um, the largest aircraft carrier in the U.S. Navy, the USS uh, Harry Truman, to the French as well. So I, it's like it's not even, it's kind of hard to tell what's going on anymore. It's not even our, our country. And, you know, there's a lot of people, um, forgive me while I open this up. There's a lot of people who, of course, want to, um, want to destroy America, and they're doing a pretty good job of uh, you have to admit. But um, anyway, I want to thank everyone so much for listening today. Out of This World Radio is a listener-supported show. And um, if you'd like to contribute, just go to my my um, uh, website at um, on BBS Radio or uh, to outofthisworld1150.com and feel free to contribute whatever you like. I really appreciate all your fabulous support. Uh, normally, I would be um, broadcasting from uh, Vienna today, but uh, I got a I got a call from my producer in Vienna that it's a holiday there today, and I had no idea it was a holiday. He just let me know like five minutes before going on air, so I'm I'll be broadcasting um, just broadcasting from another location today, and this show itself will be um, will be um, uh, will be broadcast uh, again in the next week or two from from Vienna. So anyway, uh, things happen, you know. And, and I understand that, so it's it's really no big deal. We still, our show is, is still going on today. We've got some fabulous guests. Um, but before we start, I'd like to um, have a, just a, a few minutes um, memorial for um, for the lead uh, singer for The Seekers, um, Judith Durham. Um, she had taken uh, both shots as well as um, two boosters, and now she's dead. And the Australian government says that it was due because of a um, it was due because of uh, a heart con or a lung condition she had. But my guides, my sources say no, it was from the shots. That it's unfortunate. She was a fabulous singer. She was the um, the author and the singer for the lead singer for I'll Never Find Another You, of course, in the '60s, and then Georgia Girl, 
and a world of our own. Um, if uh, I will go ahead and, and play that now, I don't, I had sent all the links to my um, producer to have him play it from his end, but uh, he's not in the studio today, but I'll go ahead and, and, and play that now. And um, just to remind mind you, it's, it's some wonderful, um, wonderful music, actually. And um, let me get that for you here. Um, it's, um, hold on here. Yeah, let me see here. Um, Okay, let me play that here for everyone here. Here we go. I'll just play the first minute or two. Here we go. Okay, this was uh, one of the biggest hits of the 60s. And she's, uh, Judith Durham, I'd like to play this in her honor right now. that an amazing song that was written back in the 60s and she was extremely popular almost as popular i think as the as the beatles were back at that time and they had another song here let me admit uh, dr peel she's my next guest hey michelle how are you doing today i'm good ted how about yourself well it's been an interesting morning i'm running a few minutes late because um my uh, producer didn't tell me until just a few minutes before starting the program that it was a holiday in, in Vienna and he wanted to cancel the show. And I said, well, the, the show must go on and I'm not going to cancel it. I've, I've done a lot of preparation. You know, if you'd let me know earlier, I could have. But we'll still we'll still I'll I'll still play this show um, at, at in a week or two. But I'm still playing it today on, on Facebook. So to get the um, to get the word out. But uh, I just want to make a couple of quick announcements, if I may. Um, today's show um, has 300 million listeners um, with um, another uh, hundred and um, somewhere around 180 million benevolent beings listening off planet. So we have a, a very large audience today. And I'm so glad you're all here. You know, um, I know that if we all work together, we can create a much better and happier world. 
And um, yeah, so that's, and I want to thank everyone so much for their beautiful love and support. I started this show eight years ago on the advice of angels and it's, and um, everything's worked out great. I haven't, uh, I haven't, haven't looked back. <laughs> I just haven't looked back. And before we start, as I was mentioning, um, uh, Judith Durham of The Seekers, the lead singer for The Seekers, who wrote, I'll never find another you in a world of our own in the 60s. Um, she, she had taken both shots along with the boosters now and she's dead. And the Australian government's covering up, saying that she, she had lung condition. And well, that's not what my sources are saying. It's, it's unfortunate, Michelle, but I'd like a moment of silence uh, for her today. Um, there is a new uh, video uh, of a fellow who participated in an mRNA study with 200,000 people back in 2013. And of the 200,000 people, Michelle, testing these mRNA-based shots, only five are alive today. Five. He's one of them. He must have angelic help. That's all I'm saying. The rest are dead. So um, it's it's sad. You know, um, I don't want to get to uh, dwell on negative stuff today. But it is sobering to see what's what's happening. And um, anyway, Michelle, I'm so glad you're here today. And uh, tell us a little bit about your background, if you don't mind. Well, my my original background, you know, if you want to go a little bit further back than just education, you know, I was born and raised in Texas and we raised registered Herefords. So I have a lot of agricultural and livestock experience and uh -huh. then I also have a, a BS in, in computer science engineering. And I've never heard any BS from you, though. <laughs> well, we, we just haven't hung out long enough, you know. <laughs> oh, you've got a degree in BS. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. That's so amazing. That's I amazing. know. You know, being from Texas, you need to recognize it before you see it, smell it, or step in it, you know, so that's always good. I, I knew an attorney friend years ago. He, he had something called a BS repellent <laughs> and it smelled, it smelled, it, it was so sweet. It was like, uh, it was like, it would just about make you throw up when you, when you smelled it <laughs> and he would spray it everywhere. You know, he was in a courtroom. If, if, if there was a lot of BS around, he, as a joke, he'd take it out and spray opposing counsel with all oh. this. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't held in contempt of court when he did that. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so, but he did have it. Um, he would, he would spray this stuff around when, whenever he wanted to, to make a point, you know. Got a little too deep. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah, Michelle. <laughs> so anyway. And then, then ultimately, you know, I have a doctorate in naturopathic medicine. You know, I've done um, energy work for probably close to 40 years with well, Rife and then Tesla, of course, you know, and a lot of radionics, which is all scalar Tesla stuff. So been doing that for quite a while now. Have a, quite a few interesting projects going on. Wow, that's great. That's great. Well, tell tell us about some of them. I know you're very talented. I put you, uh, in, in my promos, I wrote down that you'd be talking about the magic of water. And I know you talk about water and you do a lot of different things. You do a lot of great work. So, um, <laughs> but you're welcome to talk about anything you like. Yeah, I, I think the water is is amazing. You know, mm -hmm. we, we don't take nearly as much advantage of water as, as we could. You know, when I do uh, radionics work, I always make sure that whatever property, you know, that I'm working with or what have you, that I take pictures of the water that's on the property because you can take and uh, utilize that as a broadcaster or a resonator. 
I you see. Know, so when you broadcast okay. scalar, you know, radionics to it, it can just it, just think about a, a a wave coming down and then it bounces off and it just continuously goes. Uh -huh. so it just it just sits there and it just becomes a speaker, you know. So that helps amplify the the energy on a, on a particular piece of property. It does the same thing, you know. If you have, you know, herds of cattle or whatever your your livestock is, it just sits there and broadcasts continuously, you know, and reverberates across the property. So you know, scalar. When you think about scalar and how well it works with water, I mean, you can't help but think about you know we're seventy percent water. So as this, this scalar energy continues to go up, I mean, we become a resonator too because of the water that's, that's in our bodies. So, mm -hmm. you know, one of the, the problems that I have seen with people is that they're almost all dehydrated. You know, so if, if you think about, you know, the old car batteries, if, if the water wasn't, you know, high enough, the battery didn't function correctly. And the same thing is true about us. I mean, you know, we need to have enough water in our system so that one our blood is not too thick and mm -hmm. and the energy can flow through us correctly mm -hmm. right interesting how does that work um dr moto used to say that everything is hollow or vibration uh, michelle so how does that does that work into what he he theorized as well oh there's there's no doubt about that i mean they they had to have used radionics to to do the work that he did there's there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, you could certainly douse to, to be sure, but you know, there's no other equipment that I'm aware of that could do that structuring like that, except for radionics. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Interesting. What exactly is our, our radionics? Radionics is, is an instrument that you use to broadcast scalar resonance. Right. And so, um, you know, it, there's there's kind of a long drawn out explanation for that, but it, it's it's actually Tesla technology, and the equipment that I use was was really established and developed in the 20s. You know, and it hasn't changed a whole lot in in the last what hundred years now, but mm -hmm. uh, it hasn't needed to. You uh -huh. know, because the the whole universe resonates in scalar. It was just us that was out of step in the Hertzian bands, but that that's all changing. You know, the, the planet itself is changing into scalar wholesale. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I don't know a lot about scalar. I know Tom Palladino does scalar too. Um, and he's been very successful with that, but I don't know too much beyond that, but, um, but it's, is it, is it like a frequency thing? It's, it's a, it's a force of the universe. Is that right? Scalar is? Well, the whole universe operates in scalar, mm -hmm. you know, and so we were designed to run in scalar. Our original, yes. you know, blueprint, if you will, is scalar. Uh -huh. So you, you actually have more trouble staying Hertzian than to go scalar, mm -hmm. you know. So in, in this ascension process that we're in, I mean, really and truly, all you got to do is want to go, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it just is kind of like, do, do you... Uh, float down the river on an inner tube or you try to paddle upstream. You know, you got to make a lot of effort to paddle upstream. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, with the ascension cycle here, and we're shifting now into the higher dimensions, Michelle, is scalar, to ask a dumb question, is that part of it as well? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, our, all, all of our bodies, you know, whether you're a dog, a cat or a person, it doesn't really matter. The whole planet is designed to run on scalar. I see. That's the, that's the original divine blueprint. 
So that reset button has been pushed and the whole planet is, is speeding up. I mean, wow. there's a lot of things that um, are in progress right now that, that are just amazing that nobody has seen before, mm -hmm. Hmm. you know, wow. because nobody alive, you know, has seen what it was supposed to be. You know, the angelic says nobody alive knows how this body's supposed to work. And so the only reason why they would say that is because we were going to see it, not because, well, nobody alive knows how it works, but, you know, you can't have it. No, it, it was to encourage us that what was coming next was going to be amazing. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I know, Michelle, that the Anunnaki and other um, negative extraterrestrials in the past have altered our DNA. Was that part of it so that we wouldn't become the powerful spir spiritual beings we're supposed to be? Is that is that right? I mean, well, I think that was certainly the the idea, but you know what? Nobody died and left them in charge. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, there was a statement that was made to me back in uh, it was when nine eleven happened, and and I was praying to God about that, and God told me, he said, "Don't worry about that. When they're doing what they're going to do, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and I'm going to make what they did never happen." So we're in that divine reset cycle as we speak, and it. If once the resonance gets high enough, all the negative things, all the toxicity, all of that is going to be transmuted in place. You won't even have to detox it. It just will be no more. I see. Interesting. Interesting. I'm sure Gaia and Mother Earth will be a lot more happier, won't they? I won't, won't she? I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that they, they, uh. When you start looking at the mountains and the oceans and all of that, they're very happy right now because they're on their way. Hmm. They've been waiting a long time, but they're ready. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. But there's a lot of us here too that are going, let's go. <laughs> let's get on with this deal. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I know it. My I'm right along there with them. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Well, we're all working hard to that, to that goal. Um, I don't know if anybody in their right mind doesn't want a happier planet where people live in peace and and uh, prosperity and and really enjoy life uh, i mean wasn't isn't that what we're supposed to be doing here i mean well i would think so <laughs> you no know, that's, that's the last time i looked you know we're not supposed to be um enslaved and and um you know controlled uh that's just not yeah we're not supposed to have that happen i know so no not at all not at all yeah 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 well um you know, uh, we're supposed to be going into fourth dimension in a couple of weeks, uh, September, in October. I don't think we're going to stop there. No, I don't think we are, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's, and it's not going to be fifth either. I mean, it's going to be higher than that. I don't know really? the time frame on that, but I know that uh, what, what I've been told is that it, we're not stopping at five. Really? Wow. Wow. You I'm here at seven and a half. Really? Wow. Wow. He told me the other day that um, five is not really a destination dimension. It's it's kind of a waypost on the way to higher dimensions. Well, five is about transformation and change. How can you be sitting in, in five if it's all about transformation and change? True. That's true. That doesn't say sit here and, and have a mint julep by the pool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it's, it's a place where you switch to a higher gear and keep rolling. I see. Interesting. Interesting. My next guest um, on today's show will be uh, Carolyn White, and she has taken pictures of aura photography 
and she took one of me the other day and there was a huge diamond on top of my head as he she said it was the new eighth chakra well i mean you know there's so many i mean i it, it it's it's something that you know as we grow they they've made this analogy i think this is the best way to explain it if you think about scalar or shifting in dimensions and you have a layer and a layer and a layer mm -hmm. very similar to if you've seen a color chart where it says red is this frequency and you see the bands right well what they said was one scalar it's invisible light bands scalar is and so when you get to that place when you get to that level of scalar resonance there's like an information packet released Mm -hmm. and so when you get to the next one another one is released and these are those chakras and that's your connector to download that piece of information and then you it's it's for as far as you want to go so i don't think there's a set number of chakras i think it's infinite it's because sure. each layer will bring its new ability and and information uh-huh well i know about the fifth and i have some idea what the sixth is because as you go up the dimensional scale you get more light and you're not defined. I know in the, the Arcturians are six dimensional healers, very good healers, and they've just recently ascended from the fifth to the sixth. Um, and but they don't, it's not an individual, they're not as their souls aren't as individual as they are in the fifth, even. But when you get to seven or seven and a half, do you know what that's like? That must be pretty amazing. I, I, I just can only imagine that it's going to be amazing, mm -hmm. wonderful. Mm -hmm. They've not said anything more than that, only that that's where we were going. Interesting. Interesting. Did they give you a time frame on it or like within well, our you know what? When that information was given, it was around the first part of August and they said in two months. Two months? Two months. I know things are progressing rapidly, but my goodness. Well, you know, think about this, you know, change mm -hmm. is incremental mm -hmm. and they, they make the association to birth. You know, you, you have this long process, you know, where you, you're dilated, you know, X number of centimeters, but you're not ready to birth yet. Mm -hmm. But boy, when you get to 10 centimeters, business picks up and then, you know, mm -hmm. the birth happens pretty rapidly after that. Right. You know, mm -hmm. God willing, and the creek don't rise. But, you know, right. in general, it, it goes pretty quickly once you get to that 10 centimeters. And, and we're just about at that 10 centimeters. 10 centimeters in terms of... of, of um what in dilation you know they, they're they're making the association to birth oh i see okay you All know right. so we're we're at that place where we're just about ready for the birthing process and the coming out you know so <laughs> that's that's what it's going to go pretty quick because what, it's like throwing gasoline on a fire you know it gets <laughs> it gets hot pretty quick wow that's amazing that's amazing wow and there's nothing that can stop it is there except not that i can see no, they said there would be no more stays, no more delays. It would play out now into the finish. Okay, 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 great, great. Well, um, it's um, it's it's an exciting time to be alive, and I have a feeling um, it's um, um, it's it's um, it's an exciting time to be alive, and you know, we all we all signed up for this moment in human history <laughs> even though things are kind of messy uh <laughs> here we are michelle 
<laughs> birth is never pretty, but you get a baby at the end. So it's always good. <laughs> so the birth analogy is actually a pretty good uh, comparison, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. Well, I think everything is really and truly speeding up because, you know, the light coming into the planet now is is not skewed. And that's something that that got taken care of. Uh, the light is not is not what? Skewed. It's, it's not being bent incorrectly. I and, see. Uh, so now, you know, each individual can actually absorb the light the way they were supposed to. And, you know, in my practice, I thought it was very interesting. They made a couple of comments. The angels made a couple of comments about this. And one of the ones that they talked about was if, if you just in your sphere of influence and people that, you know, with all of the, the problems we've had in the last two years that where you've done blood work, how many people do you know were short in D3? In D3? Oh, yeah. Like across the board, everybody was short that I knew in D3, save for a couple. Because they're, so, all, they're, all, they're all locked in inside, not getting outside, not getting the sunshine. Yeah. No, that wasn't it at all. <laughs> okay. That's you know, it it's it's like a lot of things, you know, you think you know because you don't know all the pieces in the players. Right. And right. So this has been going on for quite some time, but we we weren't looking at it right, so we didn't know that it was happening. And what was happening was because the the light was being skewed coming into the planet mm-hmm. that it it was in such a manner that the body goes, you know, I would love to absorb it because we're light beings but it's it's not right mm-hmm. so the body didn't absorb it hmm. and so now the the light is coming in correctly and it's not being skewed and so now people can absorb the light as they were designed to do and uh i think we're going to see a lot of things change because they said from the moment people were born that they were working on their backup battery and that the only thing they could do was age and die Oh, really? Wow. That's what they said. And so if now we can absorb the light as we were designed to do, really going back to that divine blueprint, this is what we were supposed to do as light beings to absorb the light mm-hmm. and operate from that. So now if, if all you could do was die without it, then the default to that is now we can live with it. I you see. Know, so now rejuvenation and re- renewal is taking place. I've, I've told every person that I have worked with, Make sure you get an hour, hour and a half, two hours of sun a day. Wow. It will benefit you greatly. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Okay. And, you know, the old thing was, you know, it's sunrise and sunset, you know, looking at it, you know, taking it in uh, to, the, to the pineal gland and all of that. But mm-hmm. if you think about a solar battery, mm-hmm. and everybody has seen a solar battery, that it will charge in dim light. But it charges a whole heck of a lot better in bright light. That's true. So you need to get out when it's really bright. Okay. Okay. And even if you're fair, I'm very fair. And, you know, I can handle it, you know, an hour or two a day. You seem like a fair person. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. And you got, you got a degree in BS, too. So that's. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, see, I always have something to fall back on. <laughs> <laughs> It helps me keep up with you, Ted. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. (laughs) That's right. Well, I got four degrees in five subjects, so I got I guess I got lots of of BS. Um, (laughs) Well, I 
I yield. You got me beat. <laughs> <laughs> so when that I, means piled higher and deeper, right? PhD. <laughs> when I was in my uh, fourth or fifth degree, this professor friend of mine, he said to me, Ted, when are you going to start working for a living? <laughs> I, had, I hadn't thought about it, but probably should. <laughs> Well, when I have nothing else to do, right? <laughs> yeah, when I'm totally bored, I guess. Um, but <laughs> well, I guess this is my, this is my work now. But I work has a can have a negative connotation, and I enjoy what I'm doing. So it's 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 a play. I, I'm not sure, you know. But that's what I mean. That's interesting because when I was going to school at UC Berkeley. I had this agricultural professor named Alain de Jambre from France. And he said there was a dichotomy in the West between work and leisure. People work 40 hours a week or 50 or whatever to have leisure on the weekends, but it, it ends up to be kind of a schizophrenic, you know, alcohol, drug-induced lifestyle because you're always trying to escape work. But if you can combine work with leisure and you enjoy your work, it's no longer work. It's no longer negative. It's enjoying what you do. Right. And that whole distinction just kind of falls by the wayside, you know. Right. Well, they say if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. <laughs> and I love what I do. It, yeah. It's just fascinating. And, you know, when you can see trends across the board, whether it's animals, agriculture, people, and you see this across the board, you, it's just amazing, you know, and, and somebody who doesn't have as diverse a practice as me probably didn't catch it maybe, but right. you see it across the board, you just can't hardly miss it. Uh-huh, right, 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 right. Well, tell well, us. The other thing that, that was happening was, you know, originally, gosh, in uh, April, May, and I was finding all this toxicity in in uh, the agricultural chemicals, whether it's chemical fertilizer and what have you. Mm -hmm. And ever since this light thing has has been corrected for whatever reason, uh -huh. it no longer tests toxic. So that transmission in place is happening. Wow, Be between areas of the planet which have had high toxicity levels from chemicals or other pollution, really? Wow. Wow. When I was out on the West Coast, I tested all the way back to Louisiana, and I did not find anything. That's it, wonderful. None of the hay or agriculture was testing toxic anymore. Now, a year ago, that would have been different. Is that yes, right? Yes, sir. It was different in April and May. Really? I was very concerned, you know, because wow. when when the vegetables and hay and all of that was hitting the, the market in late summer, I was really concerned, you know, with people consuming it and surviving, literally, wow. you know, because we were having livestock dying. Mm, mm -hmm, mm, you know, just mm. like what we talked about before with all those cattle in Kansas. Right, right. You know, just you don't have 10,000 head of cattle die overnight without some kind of toxicity. Yeah, and that's, that's not heat. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Was that engineered, do you think? That was intentional? Well, you know, I, I don't know about how, how, how intentional it was. You know, I get a no on intentional. But again, this, this chemical fertilizer prior to this shift in resonance was toxic. I see. And um, I, I would like to take it from a little bit different perspective. Like, you know, I do a lot of agricultural work with radionics. Mm -hmm. And I guess it was last summer when we were using regular chemicals, you know, in the rice industry that they've used forever. 
or you know there was there were herbicides that that stopped the immersion of grass so that they don't have to tend with it when they're planting the rice. I mean that's something they've done for forever. Mm-hmm. And so um, it started burning the crop, and Good it one. had never done that before. And so as this resonance continues to go up, and you're you're scalar, and you give something that's Hertzian down here, it lowers the resonance of that that thing whatever it is whether it's a crop whether it's a a cow or whether it's a person Mm -hmm. and so that could be herbals it could be anything that you're taking that we're designed for a hertzian frequency individual and if you're here and you take that it's going to drop you and make you worse well i was making antidotes right and left broadcasting to try and save the crops which i was able to do that but it was something that was like hello pay attention here this shift is real and we, we need to be aware of it for what we're going to do in the time to come. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. What about what about areas um, like the oil in the Gulf? That's a lot of it's in the in the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico or over at Fukushima where the radiation is um, with with the changing frequencies. Will that help clean those areas up? I, I don't see why it won't. You know, mm-hmm. a, a number of years ago, God told me he said that he never created anything to harm man. Only through aberrance and alchemy were things created to harm man. So all these things that are harmful, they're, they're not naturally occurring. I see. I see. Okay. And so if the resonance gets high enough, everything gets converted back to its pure divine form and can do you no harm. And I think that's what, what we're watching right now is, is those things, because the resonance continues to go up, are being transmuted. I see. Interesting. Interesting. Now, the other thing, too, I've been noticing is um, my Pleiadian friends have been bombarding planet Earth with lots of high energy uh, vibrations, frequencies. Mm-hmm. And they th- I think they did it to help people wake up, make better decisions about the ascension. But I think it's been healing a lot of people, too, because a lot of people who I saw, a lot of people have died from the shots, but it's not as many as I saw last fall. Not quite as bad as I first saw it. And um, I think those vibrations are also helping as well. That's that's what I'm getting. So, yeah, I, I think so too. You know, if uh, if we can get up, just like what I've I've watched for many many years, everything that gives us trouble loves acid. You know, every disease loves acid. So, and acidity is where the Hertzian frequency runs. That electrical current runs in acidity. So, scalar is alkaline. So if you can get into scalar and be alkaline by default, by default, mm-hmm. you get into healing. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wonderful. So, I mean, it's really, you know, again, our bodies are designed to run on scalar and our bodies are designed to heal ourselves continuously, you right. know, bar none without exception. Right, right, exactly. Okay, that's, uh, that's wonderful. Well, the planet is... Well, the planet as a whole now it's shifting to being more alkaline from being acidic is is that or- uh, i can't imagine that it won't okay okay and then our bodies will become more alkaline and less acidic and that'll help i know cancer lives in an acidic environment and if exactly you're right. alkaline it can't live in an alkaline environment well i i tell you what i've i've, uh, I've watched something really amazing in the last i guess two weeks Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, uh, over the years, the angels have taught me about the spiritual themes of the body. Mm-hmm. And so I've been recalibrating people's bodies so that their organs and everything worked. 
And so I, I start with the stomach and the stomach is about self-judgment. And many, many years ago, uh, Archangel Michael told me, he said, if once you've forgiven yourself, you've forgiven all things. And what I found was you could, you could do a percentage, you know, just a dowsing technique to see the percentage of function on the different organs and what have you. And once you got the stomach online, then all the other organs came online. Really? Wow. I found that fascinating. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's just a simple prayer. I mean, that, that turns it back on. We're spiritual beings. So prayer works. You what, know, you, so, you remember the prayer you'd like to share? Well, it? I can tell you the prayer. Exactly. I, I choose to forgive myself for all things. And of course, being Christian, I said, in the name of Jesus. Okay. Okay. That's a difficult prayer to remember, but I'll write it down. Oh, you think so? <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. <laughs> I'll tell you another thing that's been real interesting, too. You know, on the left-hand side of your, your body in the abdominal areas, you have three organs that are stacked. The spleen, the stomach, and the pancreas. Okay. And the spleen is really your largest lymph organ. And uh, it has, when it's blocked... It has to do with congestion equals confusion and confusion equals seeking to know slash understand that which is not yours to know slash understand. I see. Don't try to write that one down. It's kind of long. Mm -hmm. But what I have found is, you know, we've had, I guess, in the last six, seven months, all these people that were having problems with the pulmonary artery, which is the artery that takes the spent blood back to the lung. And you do that carbon dioxide oxygen exchange. And oh, so the okay. electrical current in that, that uh, pulmonary artery was not functioning correctly. And so you had pooling of blood and causing heart and lung stuff. I see. Well, everyone that had a problem with that had a problem with the spleen. Mm. And those people, and I know them personally, and so I can vouch for this deal, that they're the people who have to know and understand everything in order to agree to do it. I see. So they were unwilling to trust God until they understood. But those are the people who are having this issue. And the people who are willing to trust God and let go, even if they don't know, but they're just willing to trust God, they don't have that pulmonary artery issue. Really? Interesting. It, it's fascinating. Wow. That is, that is interesting. So we're, we're becoming, we already are powerful spiritual beings, but we're starting maybe to realize it more. Exactly. Yeah. Well, many, many years ago, Michael told me, he said, seek not to be that which you are, choose to be that which you already are. And that is a child of God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the other thing along with that, of course, the stomach is about the self-judgment, like I talked about. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we don't know enough to even judge ourselves because we don't know why we're anywhere doing anything. <laughs> you know, they, they made such an interesting comment about that. They said it's like, you know, a field of landmines. Mm -hmm. You know, you step on a landmine because you didn't know it was there. Mm -hmm. Because if you knew it was there, you would never step on it. Right, right. And so most people really don't plan to mess up. It just, you know, it happens because of something they didn't know. Right. And if they did mess up, they, they tend not to repeat it as a general rule, uh -huh. you know, so it's like you can forgive yourself for something you didn't know. Mm -hmm. 
And then the third organ that's stacked there is the pancreas, which is about being willing to have compassion and love. And that it has to include us, not in a narcissistic way, of course, but, you know, just be as kind to yourself as you would be to somebody else. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I think we're quite hard on ourselves. The hardest person to deal with is yourself. Well, and, you know, I, I had a client in the other day and uh, the angels made a very, very interesting comment. And, and that was that the, you know, you've all been around people that, you know, as you grew spiritually, they didn't allow you to change. They wanted you to stay the same and, and they, they couldn't accept your, your change and growth. But they said that uh, the hardest one to convince to let go is yourself. Allow mm-hmm. yourself to grow and, and be different. Uh-huh. uh-huh, wow. And the unforgiveness is what stopped that process. So if that's the, the case, then I think a lot of how fast or slow this ascension process goes or doesn't go has to do with our being willing to forgive ourselves. Mm, fascinating. And let go. Fascinating. Well, both you and I have been on this planet for a long, long time. <laughs> we're, we're finally reaching the point where it's going to get really interesting here. It is. <laughs> you know, just in a matter of weeks. And, and it's also a time of truth, too, I think, that things that are true will be shown to be as true, and those that are false shown to be false as well. So that'll be coming out as well. Um, well, they said the knowledge is about to be released. And, you know, I've been telling everybody in, in my practice, I said, you know, uh-huh. I said, a lot of us are alive and awake and paying attention and we're going, why would you do something like that? And I said, you know, you've got to get into a, a mindset or, or a feeling of gratitude that you're not where they are. You know, you saw it and, and they didn't. But when, when the scales come off and people are actually able to see, it's going to be our opportunity to have compassion, you know, because right. it's like being mad at a blind man because he couldn't see. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But when they do, then that's our opportunity to have compassion and, and help them because they're going to need it. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I still look at it as pulling through. Uh, we're going to make it through this. There's challenges ahead of us. There's been challenges the last couple of years. Right. Uh, and but I know we're going to get through this mess. Um, that's what I've been told. My angels have always been right, never been wrong. So but it's it's helpful because we are powerful spiritual beings to be positive and optimistic because you do create your reality. And if you're negative, you can create a negative reality too. So it's helpful to remain positive, even if you are getting pelted with um, um, all kinds of crap, rotten tomatoes and everything else. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, you know, Paul said it best, as you think, so shall you be. Mm. You know, we have a choice. Which, which way we want to look at it, glass half empty, glass half full, you know. That's right. That's right. That's right. Wow. Wow. Tell me, tell me a little bit about the Gulf of, of Mexico. I know that there was a big problem back in 2010 with the oil spill there. Is that still polluted now? Has that been cleaned up or how, how is that doing? I don't know. I don't hear anything about it on the West Coast. Oh, you know, I bet you, you won't either. You know, the last that I heard, they're not having anything roll up on the shore, the last that I heard. But oh. I also know that that they drilled into the Caribbean fault line. Hmm. All right. So you you cannot feel a fault line. You know, so when they talk about they, they closed it in, it, it's absolutely impossible. 
But the what's interesting is the Caribbean fault line is really the New Madrid. Oh, it's really? It's a continuation of the New Madrid through the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, interesting. But the last that, that I heard on all of that was that um, there was a, a methane gas bubble hmm. that was frozen like 5,000 feet down and hmm. said that if we had, you know, a big hurricane or what have you, that if it ever came to the surface, it would be an extinction level event. Really? Wow. Okay. Wow. But uh, I haven't heard anything, you know, in the last 10 years or so. What about? I, I know that they said that there was a lot of cetacean death in the Gulf of Mexico. They don't talk about it, but it's about what, what kind of oh, crustacean? Oh, like I whales, de you know, oh. dolphins, that kind of thing. Uh huh. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Hmm. But well, you know, I can't imagine that that that's not changing as well. If the other parts of the planet are changing, that will too. You know, so exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to trust God has that fully in hand. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, how long have you been doing what you're doing, uh, Michelle? Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> I, I've been a practicing naturopath for almost 30 years now. But, mm. you know, I did, uh, you know, energy work and all of that and, and everything for at least 10 years prior to that even. So I've been I've been doing this uh, kind of work for about 40 so years. Wow, that's great. That's great. That's great. But is this the first time you've seen these kind of energies on planet Earth compared? Oh, absolutely. To earlier, yeah. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I just my whole life, you know, I've heard the angels since I was four, and I was like the little kid in the back seat. When are we going to get there? <laughs> you know, and it's like, when are we going to get there? You know, and so in May, I was up in North Carolina doing some work up there. Uh -huh. And on the way back, they said that the constraints had been removed off of me. So I knew we were getting close to doing some good things. Wow. Well, what do you think is going to happen this fall? Just a $64,000 question. Just curious. You know, Ted, a lot of people have asked me that question. And, and I, I think that whatever happens, it's going to be wonderful. You know, because if we convert, you know, things in place, then a lot of the things that have caused people to not be able to see what happens when they can see. Yeah. And they, they, they really know apples and apples, you know, and what, what's been the truth and what's been a lie. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot is going to be, be corrected. And that's why I'm saying, you know, it's our opportunity to be compassionate and loving to those people because they couldn't see. Right. 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 Interesting. Be, just be grateful they can, you know, now, you yeah. know, so that's me. Yeah. Do you think all the crazy shenanigans going on in politics in the United States is related to the fact that the negatives know that they're losing, they've lost, this is, they've only got a couple of weeks left, a very short time before they're gone. So yes. they're doing everything crazy stuff that they can to try to stop our ascension. Well, you know, I, I think that it, it's, it's, it's more than that. I, I, one, they can't stop it. it. It's happening whether you like it or not. I, I think you're looking at them in a very, for them, toxic environment and they don't quite know what to do because they haven't had to contend with it ever mm -hmm. so now they are you know so i think a lot of the stuff that they're doing is kind of the the lash out and the the last hoorah you know i don't i don't think they can hang on for much longer right 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 well i think i think the raid not to get too political but the raid against president trump without any kind of evidence is clearly I've turned the public opinion tide in Mr. Trump's favor, if anything. I mean, 
even people who support Biden would obviously see that this is just political and there's there's nothing there for the search warrant except harassment. So, well, I mean, and that's been the case all along. I mean, that's that's nothing new. I mean, you know, we had that from the very beginning and before. Right, right. You know, so it just uh, in, in some regards, I mean, I'm almost grateful. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, you know, in 2016, you know, people would have gone, yeah, they should have looked, you know, yada, yada. But as the resonance increases, they're going to go, hey, wait a minute. That could have been me and I don't have anything, you know, and they, they're starting to see because they're starting to see. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's that's beneficial, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Interesting. It, it's kind of like a wake up call. It, it kind of shakes people up a little bit. So I'm grateful for it. The Hopi Indians have what they call a prophecy rock. I'm sure you know about it. And um, and there's two lines on the rock. One goes around this this rock. And if we live in peace and harmony with the planet, we can we can sustain ourselves and live and be happy on this planet forever, basically. But there's a second line above that, Michelle, that goes up at a 45 degree angle, zigzags, and then stop stops at the fifth. Um, there's there's five different compartments on this rock and it stops at the fifth compartment just before it just before what I think is the fifth dimension. And um, all these the, these crazy negative types here on the planet who want to destroy the planet, you know, take and and um, and and um, they're they're part of that 45 degree angle that's zigzagging and stops. Um, they're trying to get us on that path, but I don't see it working at all. No, I mean, I mean, in just what I have watched literally since July, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, just incredible things, uh -huh. absolutely incredible things. Uh -huh. You know, I have a, I have a, uh, a lady who has by, by Western medicine standards, um, kidney failure. Oh no. And, so she ended up, you know, I did the same thing with her, you know, and we did the stomach, you know, and the prayer. And yeah. so she's going on Monday to have her blood work. So that's going to be very interesting when you get all the organs turned on. What does that test even show now? Mm. I, I see her making a full recovery. I do, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do, too. Uh, uh, Michelle, this is my next guest, Dr. Carolyn White, and she's going to be talking about auras. Um, I'll bring her on in a few minutes, but it'd be kind of nice to introduce you, both of you. We're talking about the Ascension. Mm -hmm. And Michelle was just saying, Carolyn, um, that um, she's been told we're actually going to go, when this is all said and done, we're not going to stop at the fifth. We're going to go to the seven and a half dimension because the, the fifth dimension is not really a destination. It's, it's just like a transit point. And so it's, and everything's going so fast. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's hard to make predictions so simply because things are going at lightning speed, you know. And um, so I thought you might like to chime in on that, um, Michelle. This is Carolyn. Carolyn, this is Michelle. Hi, pleased to meet you, Michelle. You too. You know, Ted, it's interesting that you mentioned that last night. I had a, a dream that uh, we were going interdimensionally, and I've had several dreams like that over the, the last month, they've had various characters to it. Uh, some of the times the, um, the guys that are not for our highest good have been traveling interdimensionally as well. So I think what's gonna happen is that it's not going to be 
like an open and shut that here this it's this is the time and everybody it's happening gradually to people and I think you're right that the, the fifth dimension is more of a, a transitory, uh, that it's the higher densities, higher dimensions, the seventh and, and beyond is where we're, we're, we're landing. But it's kind of like the, the, fifth, the fifth density, the fifth dimension is a, um, it's like, like a bus station. <laughs> sort of. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. King King's Cross Station, right? Which yes. train's going to get on? <laughs> well, the Palladians have said, and the Galactics have said, this October is going to be very interesting, and people will be very happy with it. So, I'd like to see medbits come. Maybe that'll be part of that. I don't know what all's coming, but good things are coming. That's what they said. So, and we're, we're only what um, two weeks away from September six weeks away from october i mean it's it's coming right down the pike you know it sure is so and one thing we talked about earlier carolyn is that um i think the negatives know they've lost the lost the war there's battles mm -hmm. about but they're still trying to do everything they can to stop it but it's not going to work but you know yeah and i think it's interesting when uh, i'm going to watch this video that uh in a bit here that we did with ted oh when was it a week ago sunday how important one's thoughts are for our energy field i mean yeah. this and i mean ted witnessed this and it was amazing how when he's um and i won't give it away too much in the video but how his thoughts really aligned his chakras and brightened his energy field and has connection to the um the the star chakra, the eighth chakra. So it is so important for us, as I've said many times before, we don't want to let the man get us down. They're doing all these things and we just have to keep that, that higher vibration. And for most of us, it's the thoughts, it's what we're thinking aligns us with our purpose and aligns us with our higher self and the higher good. Mm -hmm. Well, we all have to remain strong, according to President Kennedy. And um, because we're we're here now, I mean, it's just we're almost there. I mean, matter of weeks. Gosh, you know. Um, and I know most people in the United States would have liked to have seen Biden gone in a New York minute a year and a half to two years ago. But I guess there's a reason. What do you think the spiritual reason is for for him being installed as president? Um, maybe it's to force us to stand on our own two feet, force us to wake up. Um, wait till show how things can get really, really terrible before people actually do something. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. And 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 why hasn't President Trump stepped into this scene? Maybe it's it's a spiritual lesson too that we we don't need to rely, rely upon a, a so-called leader um, as much as we do ourselves. I don't know. No, I think no. I think those are all valid points, Ted. Yeah, the one of the things is that uh, people tend to give their power away to heroes or leaders. And really it is, we are the ones that we are our own, own saviors. And right, so right. we're the ones that have to, um, we can't be dependent upon uh, a hero. No, a true leader is one that actually empowers other people to rise to their best at, at, at all times. Mm -hmm. And I think that one of the things that with having Biden in, uh, we just, we see that this, 
person and actually it's three or four actors that are kind of making up the um the appearances uh how that it's not um in some respects it's not one person that is leading they see that that there's the puppet masters behind mm -hmm. that individual and this is one of the things about trump is that uh there's been no puppet masters behind him and this is why he's deemed so um dangerous by the cabal is because he is his own thinking now there's some of the things that he's done that people don't agree with and there's been controversial but at least he's been his his own his own individual however again he's not the quotes savior and i think that's one of the reasons that he hasn't come back because we have to learn again that you know we have our own personal power and a lot of people are giving it away when you um you know in, in other words worship um it's worship a politician a false idol of, or anything well that's certainly true i mean um but then on the other hand you look at things like uh miley on the joint chiefs of staff and biden have just given the largest naval base on american soil to the french it's now run by a french general through nato there's no american flags on it all it's in norfolk Next well, they year, gave away Afghanistan. I mean, the, the base there. 85 billion with brand new jets, never been mm -hmm. flown. All that's gone to China and God knows where else. Um, next year, my guides tell me that if if allowed to do this, Biden is planning on giving the naval f uh, base in San Diego to the Chinese under the UN flag. I mean, I don't think he'll do it, but what, what do we have to do? Show up there with shotguns and stop it? I don't know. I don't know. I think I think though it people are it's been very complacent over probably the last 50 years you know the economy has been good and I think people now are realizing that again they have to take responsibility yeah. that it's not the uh, so-called nanny state that we have to take responsibility for our actions, how we are voting, and to use critical thinking. I think, you know, schools, the, the whole uh, education system has been dumbed down. Um, we did things like talk about critical thinking and did debates and, and, and studied um, uh, political science and history. Nowadays, they're more concerned about um, teaching you know, questionable sex education and, uh, uh, you know, how to, how to be, uh, how do they say that politically correct to people? So it, it's, we've lost a lot of the fundamentals. And I think this is a lot of people are awakening to this, uh, that what's been kind of forced upon us and uh, seeing this in all aspects of our, our lives, from education to what's going in the food today. I mean, my word, a lot of the people that, uh, I mean, when you look at what we ate when, um, when I grew up in the 50s and what's being eaten now and what kind of food's available, um, we had, you know, it was like we didn't have a lot of uh, McDonald's and fast food it was all about home cooking and so there's a lot of lot of things that are happening now that our people are awakening uh and realizing that also we do have to be stewards of our land we do have to be stewards of our our community and it's getting back to that 
concept of um, you know act locally. Oh, there's a there's a lot a lot of things going on now, and I think that you know, like they said, the Chinese said it, uh, may you live in interesting times, and that's exactly where we're living right now. I remember the homemade food, and there wasn't any preservatives in it. It was all organic because there wasn't pesticides used in it. You go to a supermarket and buy anything you want, and it wouldn't have a bunch of crap in it. And nowadays, you know, you look at processed food. To be honest, you look at it. You have to have a PhD in in chemical engineering to understand what's in it. You know, and it's in the list is this long. You know, it's like if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. That's yeah, my yeah, philosophy. You know. And then you get to the bottom, and it either says made in China or North Korea. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, back, I think it was ninety eight or ninety nine. This uh, fellow who was um, in the film said he bought a couple of Big Macs and he threw them in his uh, desk drawer and he ate one, but he completely forgot about the other one. And I think a couple of years later, he went to clean out his uh, you know, drawers and he found the Big Mac there and it was still preserved. It was, it was, you no, know, it wasn't, the bread wasn't moldy, the pickles were still good and, and, and the, the meat was still there. So he did experiments. He, he kept buying uh, things at McDonald's, you know, the Scottish restaurant, and and he would would date them and take pictures of them, and then take them and open them up, you know, like a year or two or five years later, and they hadn't deteriorated. So you're putting that into your body, and in right. things that that we're naturally unable to to process, and so what what does it do? It goes into our organs, and it's. Uh, you know, it, it just isn't beneficial for our our health. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll drink to that. Cheers. <laughs> so, Ted, do you have any um, uh, Big Macs or anything laying around your house there? Or... Uh, nothing after 1972, <laughs> uh, 73. When I graduated from high school, I saved a couple and I put them in a time capsule. I think they're still edible, frankly, um, you know, um, but and, and actually... Um, you can also build your foundation of your house with it as well. It's 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 okay. it's it has more strength than, than cement does. Yes. Not. And it's edible. I mean, what more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something is bad when I uh, oh we used to have a little toy poodle, and there was one time we went um, and. Uh, our, our, at that time, our kids liked to go to McDonald's because that was a peer, peer thing. And anyway, the, somebody tried to give Snoopy, our little toy poodle, a piece of the meat from McDonald's, and he wouldn't eat it. He just kind of sniffed it and walked away. Smart dog. Smart dog. Smart. <laughs> Michelle, you're, I'd, I'd love to have you stay on. You, there's, a, there's a video that Carolyn did, a really interesting one with our photography, and it shows this diamond um, chakra on top of my head. It's kind of fun. Um, and, and depending upon what I'm thinking about, my colors changed um, either from orange, orange, green, yellow to a purple. Um, purple is a spiritual color. And when I started talking, thinking about Adama and uh, I, that's why it changed to all completely became purple. But anyway. Well, the difference between looking up and looking down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Michelle, could you give out your website so people could contact you and you do wonderful yeah, that's, work? That's yeah. no problem. The, the easiest way to get me is uh, Dr. Peel, P-E-A-L at gmail.com. 
Okay. Okay. And if they want to call the office, the number is 337-477-7423. Okay, great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, you do wonderful work, Michelle. It's always fun to talk to you. Thank and, you. Um, I enjoyed it myself. You do, you do great work. Would you like to hang on? You can see this video. It's, it's 22 minutes long. I don't have any popcorn for you, but... Oh, <laughs> you know, if, if you would have only had popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do have to go, but okay. uh, it's been okay. nice to uh, visit with you and nice to meet you as well, Carolyn. So nice to meet you too. Some, somewhere down the road, I expect. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we're going to look back at this time in our history, a couple of months, and look at all the changes, good things that have happened. Not bad. Well, things, I, I know that I had a friend of mine that uh, right after the election, he was very upset and he called me. Because he wanted to know what the angels said about it, you know, and um, the angels told him that in years to come, you're going to tell people you were there when it happened and you saw it with your own two eyes. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I said that what's coming next is, is just going to be amazing and it won't be mm -hmm. anything like what we've ever seen before because we've never seen it before. Oh, well, that's amazing. Exciting times ahead, my friends. After a couple of <laughs> couple of years of the pandemic, it'd be nice to have some good news. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think it's it's absolutely right on our doorstep. I don't think we have to wait very long. Do you know uh, Susie Ward of Matthew Speaks? He said that the that we are doing better than we think there that we are. Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of good things ahead of us, and it's faster. He said the same thing in his most recent August first or second message. I have well, you know when when the when the light got corrected at the end of June. Mm -hmm. or July, excuse me, I, I think that that was the accelerator pedal. I see. Okay. You know, that's the fuel that's going to enliven the entire planet, not to even mention right. uh, us. I mean, it's just, it's just like throwing gasoline on a fire. Interesting. Interesting. During this process, have you noticed that the power of the negatives, has that been decreasing or is it? Oh, there's no doubt in my mind about it. Okay. okay. No doubt whatsoever. I mean, where we had trouble last year with the, the resonant frequencies of the electrical current moving through our houses in, in our outlets and whatever, we're shifting positive, negative, positive, negative every three seconds. I remember you telling me about that last year. I do remember yeah, that. It is, it is no longer doing that. So that wow. has also been corrected. Uh-huh. Well. Wow. You know, so there's been a lot of changes electromagnetically going on on the planet. Wow. and. Um, it, it's just amazing. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Most of the things that I was concerned about, I'm not concerned about anymore because they're no longer an issue. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And also, too, you'll see that people are coming, you know, where, where this has been uh, in 2020, 2021, with all this propaganda about uh, the, the, the jab. Now, mainstream media even is coming out and saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, like, why are there so many people suddenly uh, dying? And, and why are there so many people with uh, heart problems and, and, and strokes? So, so even that, I think, has, has shifted. And yes, there's a few that are still hanging on to the narrative. It is starting to, I think that, that whole thing is starting to come forth and people are becoming you know, more uh, aware of it. And where it was the elephant in the room last year, now, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing it for what it is. Yeah. Right. 
we are. Well, to me, you know, the most encouraging thing about that whole deal is that if we're going to see, and I know that I've already seen it in the people that I've worked with in agriculture, livestock as well, you know, if the toxicity gets transmuted in place, I can't imagine that that's not going to include whatever we took into our bodies, whether we knew about it or not. Mm -hmm. That makes so sense. to me, that's a non-issue. Mm -hmm. Well, 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 well. Won't the won't the health field change dramatically? Oh, no, there's no doubt about it. When you no longer have people who are sick, you will not need doctors and nurses in hospitals. Right. That's why I tell people all the time. I said, don't focus on the med bed. Focus on ascension. Because mm -hmm. if you get into ascension mode, you're right. you're not going to have illness. Yeah, exactly. By default, your bodies are going to be well. Right. 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 That makes total sense. Yeah. You know, that's that difference between focusing here or focusing up here. You know, if you're going to sit here and waste time here, then you never go past that. Right. But set your sights higher. Right. 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 Thank you, Michelle. Good advice. Yeah. So, oh, well, it's, it's, it came direct. So <laughs> they had good advice. <laughs> Great. Well, we all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure. Always good to see you, Michelle. We'll have you back again soon. We had quite a time starting it off because uh, Gerhard, um, it was a it was a holiday in Vienna. He didn't tell me, so he then he asked me if I could wait two weeks or a week, and I said no. I'm going to do the show anyway, um, but it worked out okay. I'll I'll play this again on on the Vienna thing. This is on Facebook, so I'll still play it in Vienna in a week or two. So anyway. Well, good. hopefully I didn't talk too fast or too long because no. they're going to have to translate no. it. <laughs> well, there was a request that you 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 speak in um in Korean, but I, I guess we got busy. You forgot, so yes, just forgot to do that. <laughs> Although right. I think Korean with a Texas accent might have been quite entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be. Would have been. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. <laughs> we all have a wonderful day. Look forward to seeing y'all again soon. Okay, Michelle. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for coming you on. Too. Take Thanks care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And um, before I forget, um, thanks, Michelle. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is my German and English show, but um, I have a translator. I still haven't figured out how to work it, but I'll get it tonight. <laughs> I'll figure it out. You, you speak into it. Um, but it, but um, uh, I'll, I'll get it working somehow. Yeah, I'll get it working somehow. So in, at any rate. But, well, this was a Spanish show. I could probably fake it. But <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That'd be good. Yeah, I used to have a great uh, Spanish translator, Teresita. Yeah. Uh, but then she got busy with teaching and that's okay. But um, we'll get back. We'll get, we'll get back. That's good. No, there's one I wanted to say. Uh, in fact, this is... Uh, Matthias, who was my non-corporeal mentor, was talking about med beds. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, Michelle is correct. It's like, let's focus on here because there's a certain aspect of the med beds that's involved with artificial intelligence. Oh, interesting. And that can be corrupted. Yes, exactly. And right, right. so because when the, um, especially if you're focusing on the, the DNA, because you have to have healthy DNA, but what's happening with the med beds is that there's a, an aspect of, um, I don't, I know 
let's say nanobots, but something that's that's like that, the the image that was given to me. And so there's a um, inherent danger about going into the med beds that you are becoming, and it also kind of erodes away from the the soul that that if oh, you're really? using wow. the med bed, like if you use it once, it's not too bad. But a good analogy for those that have watched uh, Stargate SG-1, they have a similar device and it's called the sarcophagus. Hmm. And the uh, gold uh, host and, and go into the sarcophagus to repair their body. But what happens if they keep doing it and they keep doing it is that uh, the humanity goes away from them. In other words, they become disconnected from their, their souls. So oh, the, wow. the med beds, you know, they sound good on paper and there's an inherent issue with them. If you, like I said, uh, if it's used once, but then people will get into this thing. Well, I, I want to take 30 years off my life. Then I want to take another 30 years off my life. Then I want to take another. And the thing is, it's not about our physical body. It's about our, our, our spiritual self, our soul. So, you know, I agree with Michelle is that we need, we need to aim up here for ascension. So sure, sure, sure. anyway, that came from Matthias. That was, well, that's great. Um, his, that's his great. Life. Listen, before we forget, um, you and Jerry going out to a fair this coming weekend, I want you to tell people that so that if, if people listening are in the Seattle area, they can go out and see you guys. And have, oh, if you want to, or if you're in the Portland area, we are going to be out at uh, with the aura and chakra imaging. And we'll, we'll show the video here a little bit to kind of give you an idea. Sure. Um, we're going to be out at Ocean Shores at the uh, convention center uh -huh. on August 20th and the 21st. Right. There's going to be about another, I don't know, 40, 45 uh, different vendors there, readers. Charlie Cardinal is going to be there. Uh, there's going to be crystal sellers and all kinds of just awesome people, awesome energy. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, I think, from like 10 o'clock until 6 o'clock. And then on, um, i just get, I, I mean, August, let's see. Also, another place we're going to be is um, on September 10th and October 22nd, we're going to be out at uh, Cove Crystals which is in Shelton, Washington. October 22nd is the day that Pladean said that's a very special day with a lot of good things. Happen. And so that's, that's a very auspicious day. For that's why we're going out there on that day because it's uh, Cove Crystal is an awesome place. They have a table there, a crystal table that aligns the chakras. And we've done before and after well, photos really of cool, people. Yeah, it's just uh they have a pyramid there where you can go sit underneath it. And of course, all of the crystals. So uh, just an awesome place. It's um, it's, co it's coldcrystals.com and they are in Shelton, Washington. So you can catch us out of the ocean shores. Portland area, right? Portland. Yeah, right. And then also we're going to be yeah. October 9th or yeah, 9th and 10th. Uh, actually, it's there's a fair there. I'm just looking. Uh, the first day is um, it's October 7th, 8th, and 9th. Uh, the 7th is uh, a private for the Tarot Conference, and 8th and 9th open to the public, and that's going to be in Clackamas um, at um, 
oh, there's a Monarch Hotel is just right off of Highway 205 by the Clackamas Town Center. Cool. So that's open from 10 until 5 each each day. And again, that's another just awesome place uh, right. with the vendors there. So good. I'm glad you mentioned that because I get requests from people and or, you know, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to be we're going to be out there uh, showing people their their energy fields. <laughs> OK, great, great. Well, Carolyn, let's go ahead. I'll let you share. Um, normally, I'd let my um, producer Gerhard do it, but he's not available today. But I'll let you go ahead. You should be able to share it now if you like. It's about 22 minutes long. OK, so I will share sound. And. Uh... Yeah, it's kind of a fun exercise. Yeah. Let me just see here. Right. Um, I'm gonna share video. I'll keep talking while you get. Okay. Yeah. Let me get this queued up here. Um, the diamond-shaped uh, chakra is the most interesting part, because because that's that is new as of what last five or seven years. Some people had it. I know you talked about it before, where they had it before that, but not many. And basically, it's a diamond-shaped chakra just above the, this is the crown chakra here, but just above it is a diamond-shaped chakra. It's called an eighth um, chakra. It's called the, the star chakra. Star chakra, right, mm -hmm. right. And I think that's going to be aligning with the fifth, fourth, fifth higher dimensions. So that's 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 a brand new development, my friends. And if you have one of these fabulous aura readings by Carolyn and Jerry, um, you'll be able to see it. So. Um, okay, I think I've got it here. Aura session complete. Okay. That's okay. it. Okay. Yeah, okay. And it runs for 22 minutes. Great. All right, good. So just kind of look up there and give us a good smile. Okay. All right. Okay, Ted, give me a nice smile. You can see me in the background here. Okay, so just... Okay. Keep smiling there. I, I want to see some teeth. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. So let's just take a look at what's happening. So right now, your energy field, your personality, your aura uh -huh. is radiating orange. And oh, wow. Look at, look at that. There's a lot of activity happening here. The... You can see, we were talking about the star chakra here. And as you can see on the screen, yeah. Jerry, we just emphasize that yeah. area. You see there's kind of like a little light there and it's radiating out from that center point there. Looks like sacred geometry coming in. Hmm. And that's the uh, eighth chakra. That's, that's the diamond shape. Which is the the diamond shape. Oh, I, I have the diamond shape coming in the top? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wonderful. The diamond now, shape is the eighth chakra. It is. The eighth oh, chakra. nice. Okay. Now, see, as you're as you're bringing in, one of the things with the aura software is that as you're thinking of different things and as you're bringing in different thoughts, mm -hmm. the colors. You see how the colors are are I'm shifting. And leave. No, leave it for a minute here, Jerry. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. The right side of the screen, which is really your left side, mm -hmm. that's what the energy that you're bringing in. That's that's the present energy, and the green is all about change. But you see, you just had a shift in your your thinking, and the violet. That violet is a very spiritual 
energy. So mm. you're probably thinking about things right now that are... We should record this, shouldn't we? Oh, well, we are recording now. Oh, okay, good. All right. <laughs> All right, good. Okay. I was just thinking about the diamond-shaped chakra. That's yeah. when it turned purple. Yeah. There and, we go. And see, that's connection with the divine... The I divine was thinking spirit. about God as well. Thoughts definitely influence what energy that you're bringing in. And each color has an energy signature that brings in... Uh, certain either emotions, physical things. Oh, this is just fascinating. Things. This is just fascinating. Now, you can see we're looking at the um, the chakras here. Mm -hmm. uh, starting from the lower area, there's the, the root chakra, uh, the sacral chakra, the next one is solar plexus, the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown. And then again, right above there is, the is that, that diamond eight chakra. Oh, interesting. And you can see how probably one of the strongest chakras there is the third eye or the, the intuition. Yeah. So there's... Uh, now, let's see if we can balance everything. Jerry, do you want to take it down to where the graphs are? Okay, so, whoa, stress relaxation. See that, that nice green block there? Ted, you mm -hmm. are very relaxed, which is, oh, okay. which is a good thing to... I went this, swimming earlier today. Well, see, that helps. And this is one of the things, too, that it's like a biofeedback. When you do activities that help you relax or help you relieve stress, and you see the results of those activities, then mm -hmm. you know that you know this is what's good and positive for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Your energy levels, you probably have vibration-wise, you probably have a little bit more mental and physical going right now because the bar mm -hmm. graphs, the mm -hmm. uh, the one on the left is the so, yeah. The blue is intuitive, the green is mental, the light blue is emotional, and then the red is physical energy levels. Mm. So and you have an orange. Well, it's your it's your personality. It's your yeah. major mm -hmm. focus right now. Yeah, your personality color is orange, and orange is a very physical color. Mm -hmm. But it's also quite. Uh, it's also an, uh, it's also a thinking color. Yes, it's good for analysis, and there's a lot of you know excitement, things that you can generate and get people enthused about it. Yeah things like you said it's interesting to see the colors shifting there as as you're thinking sure been thinking that about also explains why <laughs> oh now they're okay now stop it right there jerry okay now what you did and i'll ask you here what we like to see with the auras yeah is is that all of the chakras are fairly round and, and, nice and nice and even and go to the graph there with the bar graph we also like to see that the we call these like volume levels of the chakras you can take your hand off there ted where you can relax now yeah and we like to see the energy levels of all the chakras be high like this and and, and very very even in that's what you've attained. So whatever you were thinking about, whatever you were doing there, elevates your energy. It was, elevates your, your consciousness. Cool. I was thinking about my show for tomorrow, and then I was thinking about, I've started um, 
uh, a third or fourth book now mm -hmm. at the request of Adama. And I've already started writing. <laughs> so um, th this one is about um, using Telos and the Pleiadians as models for human development for the future. Well, I would suggest or, or that... Spirituality. Yes, spirituality. Spirituality. Yeah. And, that's when it, and then when I focused it on that, Carol and Jerry and the top crown, the diamond-shaped chakra, that's when it turned all purple. And I started thinking about God, and it went, it went totally purple. And you see, this is the thing. Without those thoughts that you had about doing this mm -hmm. are very beneficial to you and help with the ascension. Because mm -hmm. you have, if you're thinking about things that are productive for you and for the highest good of yourself and the highest good for others, and then your energy levels will go up. You'll see all mm. of the volume levels of, of the chakras. Now, do you want to go back to the graphs there, Jerry, the graph screen? So you'll see, too, we talked about the stress relaxation. You see how your energy levels have, have leveled out? Oh, yeah. You see right. before that you yeah. had more mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. mental mm -hmm. and more of the physical. physical. Mm -hmm. Now the spiritual and the emotional have evened out. Your state of mind and body, look how nice and positive the arrow is going towards the plus. Yeah. See, nice. this, is, this is mental. This uh -huh. uh, stress uh -huh. relaxation is a mental uh -huh. graph. Uh -huh. And the state of mind body is a physical graph. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. They, also, they, so they both measure stress or relaxation. Uh, at Area 51, they have ships captured from uh, different ET species where it's totally dependent upon thoughts. Mm -hmm. And yep. you have to have the right thoughts to operate the machinery. And if you don't, it won't operate. Well, the right thoughts right now for you are what you were thinking about when your chakras went into alignment like this. I see. I was talk. I was thinking about my show and the book, and just a lot of th a lot of good things actually were were coming up. And uh, um, also yeah, amazing. The color wheel. See, there's there's one mm -hmm. level of the color wheel right now. The mm -hmm. yin and and and, mm -hmm. the, and the yang. Mm -hmm. And when those two arms, the yin and yang, are on top of one another, it you're means totally that balanced. you're balanced. You're balanced oh, wow. okay. uh, on all levels. Okay. Remember, we're looking at a two-dimensional representation of something that's multi-dimensional. Sure. All of your chakras have physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. It's like the layers of, of the onion. And so you not only physically are aligned, but also emotionally and spiritually aligned when oh. those come together. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Now, now, body, mind, spirit is what is your current focus? Mm -hmm. It looks like 40% of your current focus is on mental energy, mm -hmm. 40 on physical energy, and then another 20 on spiritual. I see. Now, later tonight, I've been writing um, a half hour every night on my new book. Trying to, anyway. I think I missed last night. Mm -hmm. But I will do it tonight again, and um, Adama just comes in and starts pouring out stuff he wants me to talk about. So um, that'll inc likely increase tonight, if we were doing it tonight, for example, because mm -hmm. yeah. it'll be a different then the, thing. Then the spiritual part of it will open up, and probably the physical part of it will decrease. Will, will decrease, yeah. And yeah. also the mental a bit as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, it depends yeah. It on, depends on what your current frame of mind and... and mm -hmm. uh, 
-hmm. focus is. Yeah. yeah. Also, let's just take a look again. What's what's really come into focus here, and let me see if I can zoom in on on that uh, the crown. You can really see that yep. crown chakra there. Okay. But yeah, that's see. It's almost like a there's a diamond shape there with the uh, crown. Oh, I can see that. You see right above where the crown chakra is. Yeah. Let me just get my. I see that. Okay. Wow. So you see this this area uh -huh. here. Uh huh. This is that eighth of the the star chakra. Oh my yeah, god. It's only been around. It's only been around for about five or six years. Yeah. Right. And wow. we've been doing this for seventeen years. Wow. Yeah. And it's very it, it's it's very strong. You said it's radiating. Also, you guys are real experts in this, and it's nice to have you on because it's nice to get this information. Most people are clueless, you know. Well, that's the thing is that it is it's about bringing the awareness of that mm -hmm. information. Mm -hmm. You see, that's really really strong there. That that diamond shape. Yeah, and we've concluded that that the diamond shape is an indication that essentia is. Ascension is in the process of happening. Okay. That's wonderful. Ted, I mean, this is the thing that shows you that when you're focused on your thoughts and you're aligned emotionally, physically, spiritually. There's another thing, too, that I just wanted to point out here. You see on the crown chakra, you see how it's nice and almost kind of a mauve, pinkish color? Mm -hmm. Whenever I see that, your connection with spirit, with God, or whatever, mm -hmm. it, it's that power that, that is mm -hmm. the universal life force energy that you believe, you feel, that it's all about unconditional love. Mm -hmm. the, first, the first song I listened to this morning, I flipped on my radio, the old E station, was the Beatles, All You Need Is Love. There and you I go. thought, there we, I said, <laughs> what a way to start my day. Yeah. <laughs> I just flipped it on and that was the first song, yeah. Out the Gate. Yeah, you can see how this energy is coming in down around the, the crown and the third eye chakra. But all these are just nicely, nicely rounded here, and the energy is, is flowing. Another oh, thing, too, with all of you see around here, you've got green. Green indicates a lot of healing energy, but it also indicates that you are in a, uh, a growth period, too. Huh. huh. Now you see that when, again, you focus on and you embrace your life purpose, what you need to be doing, those yeah. higher vibrations. We'll have a great show. Great. We'll yeah. have a great show. This will be really good. Now, the thing I want to talk about, is this is what I'm saying recording now? Or yes. It is? Okay, good. Yeah. What I want to talk us a little bit about are for people, and we should talk about this, I think, people who've taken the jabs. Um, that this does interfere severely with their chakra system and auras, but there is help available. Mm -hmm. You know, there is help available. It's not the end of the world, um, but you have to believe in God and and want help and want to live. And if you believe in all those things, you can get help. It's not the end of the world. Well, exactly. And, so, and what the thing is, is that our chakras are, they're like transceivers. They right. connect us with our higher self, our soul. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and the source energy. And, and the thing is, is what happens is that 
anything, it's uh, thoughts, uh, the jab, illness, whatever it creates an interference. So it's really about reestablishing mm-hmm. that connection mm-hmm. with the, our soul and the source energy. That's what really makes... Or isn't uh, that the purpose, the purpose of all life right now, to reestablish with source energy? Exactly. In a good way. Exactly. Know, not in a controlling way, but in a good way. And I say controlling because I like churches, but sometimes they tend to be controlling. Not against them, but sometimes... I mean, it's good they teach you about God and angels, but on the other hand, they can be quite controlling. Not in a controlling sense, yeah. but a spiritual sense of make a distinction. Yeah, there. and see, this is the thing a lot of people don't realize, is that in all of these so-called religious traditions, mm-hmm. that there's an exoteric aspect which is the country you know the societal control right. and an esoteric aspect and the esoteric is about going inward and you know con and connecting with god source the force whatever you want to call it and all of the all the religions have that. i mean even in in islam you have the sufis that's right and the sufis are quite you know, they're very spiritual, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of practices. The same thing with in Judaism, that you have the Kabbalah, the mm-hmm. teachings of the Kabbalah, and the ancient uh, Torah, as opposed mm-hmm. to the Talmud. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Christianity. There's Christian mystics. Religions do have certain aspects. It's just that the exoteric or the control aspect is the one that is most prominent, prevalent in, in, in our, our but, society. But that also reflects an emphasis upon the male side of the brain, which we're moving into now more than intuitive, if you will. You can call it female, but it's more than an intuitive part of the brain and of the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. And see, but this is, this is the thing here we see with this color wheel. If I went back and yeah. looked at when you first were on the aura machine that there was a separation here between the yin and the yang and mm-hmm. you have the yin coming over the shorter one coming over here and the yang coming down it's all about even within us to unify and have a balance of the yin and the yang the male and the female the active and the passive mm-hmm. you know it's sort of like no one to hold them no one to fold them and you know no one yeah. to walk away yeah. and this is the problem i think in the polarity that that's being promoted in society today is that we all have the responsibility of uniting our and embracing our male and female our yin I, and yang. i want to tell you something fun Back about 1917, 2017, about there, thereabouts, when I met you guys, or 2016, Mm -hmm. you took an hour of photography of me, (coughs) but there was no diamond on the top. I remember. I've still got it. Yeah. And now there's the diamond. So that's much how things have changed since that time, which I thought was interesting. Well, and again, this is something that we've only seen happen in the last, probably now about three three-ish, four years, because mm-hmm. the first time we, yeah. we met you, I think it was 2015, and that's been like seven years ago. Seven years ago, yeah, yeah and I didn't have that there. Yeah. That was just when I first started out. No one had that seven years well, ago. Well, there, there were people that, that occasionally... Were few, yeah, there was an right. occasional person, but... 
now everybody's got it. That's that wonderful. We, that we work, you know, That's we wonderful. work with. So, yeah. But yeah, it's very, it's it's fascinating that we've seen that that transition. Okay, I'm just going to stop this now. You just watched a live recording of an aura session with Ted Marr. This is Carolyn White here. I thought it would be interesting to look at the before, the beginning of the session, and the end of the session after Ted was thinking about things that were very spiritual, writing his book. And this sort of illustrates the power of positive thoughts and spiritual thoughts. So let's look at the beginning of the session and compare it to the end. In the beginning one, you'll see that there's a variation of the chakra shapes. The first, second, and third chakras here are a little bit more distorted in their shape, and the heart, the throat, the third eye, and the crown are a bit more round. And the end here, you see that all of the chakra shapes are nice and round, which means that the energy is flowing. Think of a figure eight here that everything is flowing from spirit through Mother Earth. Also in the beginning image, we see that the, the uneven energy levels, not only here in this graph, but also we can see that in, in the colors. The colors have more of a splotchy appearance. And the end here, we see that the colors are more even, more integrated. And also the energy levels across the board here are very level. There's also in the color wheel, the short arm is the yin, the longer arm is yang. And there's a slight separation of the yin and the yang here, which means that there's a slight imbalance between the male and the female, the positive, the negative. And this could be on a physical level, emotional, spiritual, or mental level as well. And in the end of session, you see that there's no differentiation between the yin and the yang. So there's a perfect balance there between the feminine and the masculine energies. You'll also see that although Ted in the beginning, he was fairly relaxed here. The green bar going up the wall indicates that he was uh, not as stressed as if it were down here, kind of even with this blue bar. And also his state of mind and body indicator goes more towards positive, but it's, it's, it's fairly neutral here. Whereas at the end of the session, you'll see this green bar way up high going above this little white wall here. And the state of mind and body is going more towards positive. So those are all very good indicators that he is aligned with his energy. He feels comfortable with the energy. The energy is flowing, the energy is vibrant, and he's utilizing the energy. It's balanced and integrated. So this is what we like to see in the chakras, is that they balance and, and integrated the energies. Another couple of things here, we talked also in the video about the eighth chakra, the star chakra. You can see it here in the beginning, that it's a lot 
fainter than at the end here. This energy is a lot more brilliant and there's this connection between himself and the spiritual energy. So all in all, remember, all in all, what you think influences your energy. And if you can attain the state where all your chakras are functioning, as we see here in this end of section picture, they're nicely balanced and they are all integrated, working together and connecting us as spiritual beings with our three-dimensional reality, Mother Earth, grounding that energy and connecting us with our soul, our spirit and our higher self. I got to ask you this question, Carolyn. Do you think in the future, as we shift into the higher dimensions, we'll be able to see this without the use of, of machinery? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, we'll do that. I, I, I think I, I mentioned that because uh, I talk about it in my book. Back in the mid '70s, I studied with Jack Schwartz, uh -huh. and he was from from Holland. He was the one that saw Hitler's aura, mm -hmm. and he taught us how to. Uh, see energy because I've always seen energy uh, since I've been a, a little kid and he put a perspective on it the thing is is that uh, we have so many different um, barriers and a lot of them are beliefs that we cannot see the 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 energy around people I mean it's it doesn't take much I've taught classes on with people and how to to see this energy, uh, the thing is, is that um, what verifies it is we have the class, and then we use the the uh, describe what we see, and then we use the the aura and chakra imaging and verify that uh, what the colors uh, that the class is seeing is actually there because the uh, the software was tested not only with um, it was tested with many clairvoyance. So there is, yes, we will be able to see that as as we, you know, open up our third eye. But see, the the one thing about it, Ted, is that our third eye has been jammed up with fluoride and and calcified, and that's one of the the first things that if you're going to to be able to see that is. The, the energies around people is uh, one, don't use fluoride. And secondly, do different types of, uh, you know, third eye opening um, exercises to to stimulate that. Um, but we all, have, we all have the ability. It's just that we need to develop uh, and be aware of it and honor it as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. I, we've got about... Um five or 10 minutes left, uh, eight minutes left. And I was wondering, what's, what's the strangest thing you've ever seen in the aura photography? The strangest thing. Like, have you oh. seen, have you taken pictures of people that don't have auras, don't have chakras because they've taken the jab or something along those lines? Well, no, um, as, as Jack Schwartz would say, uh, you know, when people talk about your chakras are closed or your chakras are black. He says, if your mm -hmm. chakras are closed, you wouldn't be physically walking around the planet. Um, but one thing we have seen with people that have taken the jab is that one of the first things that is diminished 
is the third eye chakra. I see. Okay. And that, and, and then also we see it in the heart chakra, which kind of makes sense because yeah. it is uh, taking that connection with our intuition, our, our, with our higher self, but also issues with the heart. Um, we have the myocardius uh, uh, and the, uh, the blood clots and everything and right. lung issues. But probably the the most I think fascinating thing that we've seen at times is that we see in people's energy fields a like a deceased um, like a mother or um, you know a friend somebody that's been a spiritual mentor we see we've seen this in people's uh, people's energy energy mm -hmm. fields um, they personally. Uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you, you want to go, you want to uh, see weird things is, is go into some bars. Um, oh, really? Bar, yeah, you go, it's uh, not all bars, but there's some, uh, I, there's, there was one I was in actually in, in Omaha. It would been there for years and years and it was kind of a dark place. Uh, and uh, this, this, the, you know, the scene from Star Wars where they have all these in the bar there at Moss yeah, Isley. A bunch oh. of creatures around. Yeah, yeah they're all kinds yeah, of. Uh, but there are people, you know, there are um, energy vampires and I've, I've, you know, seen, seen this before. And to some, to some extent uh, with the aura uh, machine, the aura software, it will pick that up. But one thing I will say is that most of the people that come to us, they, they want to get their aura photo done. Uh -huh. They are spiritually more aligned and in tune. Oh. Uh, and so we see this, the, like the eighth, the star chakra, because we're getting people that are, you know, interested, like a cold crystal. They're interested in crystals or at these, these fairs mm -hmm. that are metaphysical fairs. We haven't gone out in the street and sat down in front of McDonald's <laughs> and checked people out. So I think they, uh, you know, it, it's very interesting to see these different with different people and, and see these energy fields. In fact, one of the things that I was going to mention with your um, particular aura is that, again, we were focusing on would be the right side or the left side. You definitely have a very uh, a feminine uh, spirit that is, is a very prominent in your energy field. And as well as a one in your uh, the right side, which is the the masculine. So you have kind of this balance, and I you you know who they are, but there's they, they look like little lights along the side. So if we go back and look at your aura uh, photo, you can see those little lights on on each side. They look like little stars, and mm. and those are. Um, your you know spiritual guides that are in your energy field and you're connecting with them interesting interesting i know i've got a lot of angels around me and i ask for their help every day so i always ask him for advice and i know i know that adama has asked um asked me to have a two telosian ambassadors mm -hmm. working on either side of me every day so i do that so yeah, yeah. So. Very much, very much so. I mean, it, it's that you can see that that prominent prominent energy. So that's why I say I haven't really seen with aura photography. I haven't really seen anything 
other than, you know, uh, beautiful and miraculous. One thing I remember, though, there was a, um, uh, it's very rare to see somebody with a pure white aura. Mm -hmm. And there was one gentleman, in fact, somebody that we did, did see at Cold Crystal, Mm -hmm. and and his chakras were aligned and he had this beautiful just pure white aura and we looked jerry looked at him and said you know i would never seen anybody that is sort of more kind of spiritually at peace and he turned to us and he said i'm just getting chills thinking about it. he says you know i have terminal cancer oh wow and, and he says but i have i have made peace with myself and my life and i'm in a good place and he says whenever i am i'm ready to transition he says i'm ready to transition i'm open to it i'm and uh it just it it was um you know he just says i've had my time here on on this planet Mm -hmm. and i'm ready to ascend and go to uh my next experience and it was just like i said very very rare to see somebody uh, with that type with just a very white spiritual aura. well that's an amazing story white is closest to god so Mm -hmm. um the color is balanced and Mm -hmm. my my aunt sophie actually has the color of white in her aura she's on the other side but i know that about her yeah Uh, it is it's a very it's uh it's very spiritual and uh, sometimes uh, there's um you'll see that in uh, i've seen it in people that are earth angels uh, a lot of times though they uh they'll have very prominent and active uh the upper chakras like the crown the the mm-hmm. third eye and and the throat and the uh, root and the sacral and the solar plexus will be very, very minimal activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, they're, they're just so spiritual that they're, that they're not really grounded. You know, they, they need to come back, back down to, to earth to experience a body. And that's why I said with this one fellow that mm-hmm. had terminal cancer, it was so amazing to see that, you know, his energy was just a lie. I mean, he was, oh. What have, Ready to what, go. Whatever happened to him, by the way? Did you keep track of him or hear from him? Uh no. I uh I probably he passed within a month or two what I what I got. And uh mm-hmm. uh nice I rem- so yeah, he was um yeah, it was it was just like uh his he was an earth angel. Wow, that's amazing. Because angels do come to people in human form, they come as birds. Mm-hmm. butterflies it depends um and in india they've got a joke where um that fly that you just swatted could have been your uncle so be nice to, be nice to <laughs> or, or or that or that cow over there could be your aunt or something it could be it could be, it could be yeah. yeah yeah well that's yeah and that's the thing they have a, a transmigration of the soul right is exactly. that you oh, can um you know that that the soul is kind of like a it, it's what we see just like a piece of the iceberg when it manifests in in the right. 3d right exactly uh, so yeah we're uh people and see that's one of the things of fear tactic 
and we talked about this in the video about the exoteric and the esoteric aspects of religion and the exoteric mm. teach the you know finality and they rule with guilt and fear and you know if you're not this is you know if you don't do it this light you're going life you're going to be in eternal damnation. damnation yeah right uh-huh right so we have uh that the esoteric is teaches that there is uh you know that that the body is a uh a temporary vehicle for the soul yeah right yeah yeah and it we yeah, we are eternal. souls here going to school. Yeah. Lots of lessons. And you can you can learn lessons here in 3D that you can't learn as quickly, no as profoundly in the spirit world. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Lessons in the spirit world, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. And it's it's interesting that uh from com from uh comments I've gotten from Matthias that uh we are really to manifest in this dimension right. we are very honored by those in the fifth sixth seventh and higher dimensions we are very honored because we are taking those chances and right. we are subject to a whole range of uh, emotions and physical feelings from pleasure to pain right so we're very we're very honored by those in the spirit world that we we're here and we're learning these lessons that's right that's right well that's what it's all about carolyn could you give out your website again um yes it's uh www carolyn c-a-r-o-l-y-n white w-h-i-t phd.com that's all one word carolyn white phd.com and could you give out your email in case people have questions where you're going to be at next couple sure it's um chakra coach at gmail.com well that's for my listeners, please. C H A K R A C O A C H dot at gmail.com. Okay, great, great, great. Well, I want to thank you so much for having, for being on today, Carolyn. Uh, it's really been great. It's just so much fun to have you on. And Always fun, Ted. You know, that's what we have. We're here. We're here to have fun. And, and you know, laughter is probably one of the best ways That's to medicine. dispel the the the, the dark and negative you That's know they don't like it when we're we're laughing laughing and happy and uh well i want to thank you so much for being on today out of this world radio was a nonprofit listener supported show and if you'd be great if you'd like to support us anything's fine just go to my website at out of this world 1150.com we are ascending um it's it's happening very rapidly and with luck by um Next month, we should have the, the third book done. I've been working on the revisions, uh, doing oh, a, good. a lot of good stuff on that. So um, anyway, thank you so much for all your beautiful work, Carolyn. And I look forward to seeing everybody this Saturday. I'll be back on BBS then. And Carolyn, hope you and, and Jerry and your kitty cats have a beautiful and happy day. And again, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. It's been well, a lot. Thank you for having me on and um, always a pleasure. Okay, my friend. All right. Take care, okay. my friend. Love right. to everybody. Love to everyone. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.